Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome to episode number 172 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is For God So Loved. We're going to continue our reflection on God's love for us and the love that we should have for one another. We have been meditating on 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 to 12, and then also getting insight from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which some people refer to as the love chapter. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 to 12 says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only Son, talking about Jesus Christ, into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. Now let's continue in regards to God's love being fully expressed in us. And so we have been looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And so what we want to do is continue today, and we're going to pick up in verse 5. And I'll read the other part that we covered last week in regards to love. It says, Doth not behave itself unseemly, and now seeketh not her own. In reference to God, God loves us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So he definitely wasn't seeking his own. We know that Jesus gave up his own life as a substitutionary death for us. So if he was seeking his own, he would have never came down to give his life for us as a ransom to pay our sin debt and to die in our place. So we know as far as God's love, he definitely does not seek his own. Well, what about us as far as God's love flowing through us? A person who loves is going to be willing to set aside his or her own plans or even their own rights for another's good. So when it talks about love does not seek its own, when God's love is operating in us, we're not selfishly seeking our own either, but we're interested in what will help others. 
And so, again, we're talking about a love that we can't produce in and of ourselves, but we're talking about the love that we receive from God and that same type of love that we should give to others. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to the previous weeks so that you understand how and what it is that we're covering. Let's continue. Verse 5, does not behave itself. Now, what does not behave? We're describing love, love that is God and the love that operates in us as well through God. So it says, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked. Well, what does that mean, is not easily provoked? Well, basically it's saying is not easily angered or is not quick to take offense. It speaks of not being irritated or oversensitive to others or easily angered. Oh my, I thank God that he has not dealt with us according to our sins. Because if he was easily provoked and angered quickly, he could just speak a word and we would be done. But that is not the God that we serve. The God that we serve, again, we covered in the previous week, is long-suffering and very patient and not easily provoked or angered with us. And I, I really thank God for that. Well, then how does that love look in us? Well, you know, anyone, even a person can get offended or easily angered when you're just trying to help someone else and they don't want your help. There's many ways in which we can get easily angered. And one of the reasons why I felt it was important for us to talk about God's love for us and that same love that we should be given to others is that it seems that right now we're in this climate where people are getting so easily angered with one another, even to the point that they're pulling out guns and just resolving issues through shooting and putting someone to death versus being able to talk, being able to communicate. I pray that we as Christians will not take on that attitude. All right, let's continue. Verse 5, does not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinketh no evil. Or in other words, the NIV says it keeps no records of wrongs. In Psalm 85, verse 2, in the New Living Translation, it says, You forgave the guilt of your people. Yes, you covered all their sins. Now, the whole idea of covering sins is to forgive sins. And so when we look at God in relationship to how he's describing who he is, that he is love, when he talks about being love and that he doesn't think evil or keep no records of wrong, he is talking about how, yes, when you think about God knows everything that we've done in the dark and in the light, but he has covered or forgiven our sins through Jesus Christ. And everyone that puts their faith and trust in the work of Jesus Christ is able to see that there is no record of wrongs, that God, what he's keeping a record of now, is how he's going to reward us for the good that we do. But now, on the other hand, what about us? What about God's love flowing through us? When we love someone in the way that God loves us, we do not immediately assume evil on their part. 
and we don't attribute bad motives to other people right away. Furthermore, if we understand this word think or consider as an accounting term from the passage that we just read, the text would mean that we do not keep a record or account of evils or offenses done to us. We know that we're going to get offended. I mean, living here on earth, we're going to get offended. And I think that we're seeing that right now. There's a lot of people on both sides just really getting offended. But I think we need to understand when we're operating in the love that can come from God, then we're not going to keep a record of wrongs. We're not going to automatically think and presume that you have evil intent toward me. And we're definitely not going to keep a filing cabinet full of files on what other people have done to us when they've offended us. No, what we need to do is lock the cabinet that has all the files and all the records on other people and throw the key away and try to get along, try to understand, and try through the love of God to love each other. Let's look at the next verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. Now love rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Now, of course, God does not rejoice in evil but the truth. As a matter of fact, he sent truth to us, his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is the truth. So to us, for us to know the truth, we need to know Jesus. And it is through Jesus and the truth about him that we are set free. The truth is that God loves us and he doesn't want us to be separated from him. And so he sent Jesus Christ the way, the truth, and the life that we may be forgiven and restored to him. So that is what God rejoices in. He rejoices in our being reconciled back to him and he loves us. Yet, what about us? We have seen there's a certain mean streak in human nature, which takes pleasure in what is evil and unrighteous. The love that God has for us and the love that he wants to flow through us does not delight in evil in any form, including the fall of a brother or sister. Instead, love delights in all that expresses what the gospel says, both in word and in deed. And it rejoices with the truth, not with lies. And oh my, is our society covered with lies right now? I'm wondering, are we ever going to get back to the point where people tell the truth? We need to be on our knees. We need to be praying, Lord, help us. Forgive us as a nation and help us to be able to receive God's love and to give that love one to another. Now, what I share today will make more sense if you go back and listen to our previous podcast for this month, and then it will all come together. But even today, I pray that you've gotten something out of today and what we've covered in identifying what true love is. God is love. And in this chapter, what we've gone over is how God is describing his character and himself to us and what it means for him not to be certain things, and how important it is for us to emulate or to be followers of him, and that his true love is expressed through us in the same way. We'll come back again next week, and in the meantime, smile, Jesus loves you.
Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.